Amen. Well, now I'm ready for the preaching of the word. Amen. Brother Merriman, we're glad that you're here. I want you to come. Take your liberty. Preach to me tonight. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen, amen. What a wonderful thing to be a part of the church of the living God. Amen. I am excited about uh, living for him in these days. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, it was such, uh, for such a time as this, God brought each of us into this world. Amen. Looking forward to Resurrection Sunday. Just hoping nobody takes my parking spot. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. And, uh, so you got to get here early. Amen. And uh, excited about that. And you know, it's just, I think these are good times. Um, it's, it's forcing us as the church to kind of reevaluate some things and look outside the box. And uh, I think the church is going to be better off for it. Amen. I think we're going to be better off for it if we'll just, as Brother Albritton said earlier, we'll just stay on the ship. Amen. Stay in the boat. Praise God. Amen. It may, uh, it may look a little tattered, uh, but you know what? We're on the way to safety. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, you know, in the world we live in, they talk about one percenters. You know, those top percent earners, those wealthy folks that can uh, buy whatever they want, live however they want. Well, I felt like a one percenter this week. Amen. went to the store and we found toilet paper. Amen. That's what the rich folks, I guess, feel like. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. 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 Well, amen. God is good to us. And uh, I want to get into the word of the Lord. Don't want to take too much time tonight. Amen. Because y'all li literally can tune me out. And, uh, and uh, I do welcome, if you do have my, my, my phone number, you're welcome to text me and, uh, and, uh, and amen or whatever you want to, as long as it's nice. I don't want anybody to say it's, it's bad. So in that case, if you, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't, <laughs> don't text me. Praise God. Um, but uh, it does help. Uh, it is, it's interesting preaching to, uh, uh, for the most part, empty sanctuary um, but uh, uh, because in preaching, we always say preaching is a is not just a one way uh, a road, if you will. Um, preaching always demands a response. Amen. And uh, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Uh, we preach to build the faith. Amen. And the preaching mixed with faith. Amen. Is what uh, is what will profit us. Praise God. So I pray that you are hearing uh, the podcast and you are uh, listening and tuning in to the services that are being uh, preached in, uh, online and in, in any way, shape, or form that you can get the word into your heart. Amen. Um, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee, O God. We really, we really need God's word, amen, in our hearts today. And uh, hopefully... Uh, again, hopefully I can, I can preach the word of God to us here for the next little bit, amen, and what I feel upon my heart. I really just have a, uh, a burden, amen, for this service for us tonight, amen. Didn't Bishop preach an amazing message this morning? Praise God, amen. And, uh, such a uh, burden-filled message, amen, and uh, 
and uh, and I know I, I as he was preaching I was thinking man how many times will someone come back and listen to that message at the right time at the right place amen and uh, reap the benefit amen and come back to the Lord praise God and come back home praise God amen if you have your Bibles tonight uh, want to turn to Job chapter 42 Man, I already got some folks rooting for me here. Amen. Job chapter 42, going to read verse 10 through 11 and then verse 16 and 17. Amen. I'll give you just a, a quick moment, amen, to get to the Word of God. Amen. It is on the screen, I believe. I don't know uh, if, if Josh is going to have all of these, but uh, I think I gave him most of the ones that I had at the time. <laughs> Praise God. Job chapter 42. Uh, verse number 10 says, And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Then came there unto him all his brethren and all his sisters and all they that had been of his acquaintance before and did eat bread with him in his house and they bemoaned him and comforted him over all the evil that the Lord had brought upon him. Every man also gave him a piece of money and every one an earring of gold. So the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than his beginning. Hallelujah. For he had 14,000 sheep and 6,000 camels and 1,000 yoke of oxen and 1,000 she-asses. Verses 16. After this lived Job and 140 years and saw his sons and his sons and his sons' sons even four generations. So Job died, being old and full of days. Amen. If you're in your home, if you're here today, why don't you put your Bibles down. Let's pray together, and let's ask God to help us in this service tonight. Amen. Can we do that? Let's pray, everybody. Lord, we love you, Jesus. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. God, we give you praise, and we give you honor, Lord. I ask you to help us here tonight. Lord, let your will be accomplished in this service. We need your spirit. We need your anointing. Lord, let your power work upon us. Lord, and let your word do everything that it has accomplished its to, it to do tonight. Lord, I pray your will would be done. Anoint my lips to preach the word. Anoint our ears to hear the word, our hearts to receive it. Jesus, we love you. We thank you, Lord. In your name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. And if you're sitting or you're standing, you may be seated. If you're seated, stand up and sit down. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. We read in Job uh, 42, most of us, I'm going to assume, know the story of Job uh, or know of the story of Job. Um, but we read in the book of Job uh, in the beginning uh, that uh, he was a, uh, his, if you read in Job chapter 1, uh, the Bible says that um, there was a man who was perfect and upright and one that feared God and eschewed evil. Amen. And uh, it speaks, if you will, of all of the wealth that he had, his uh, substance, his good things. And, um, and so uh, Job was a man that loved God and he didn't live in an evil manner. He wanted to please God. And, uh, and so, uh, but there came an experience upon his life um, that uh, really impacted him and changed him 
Amen. It really changed how uh, he saw the world. I, uh, I don't, we can look and we can read the book of Job and, and really the first couple chapters of the book of Job and become dumbstruck, uh, amen, and cannot even fathom, amen, really what, we, uh, what Job went through. Amen. We know he went through and we can read what he went through. And uh, we could, to some degree, some of us have experienced uh, uh, some tragedies and some things in our life. Uh, um, But I'm telling you, Job uh, was put through the ringer. Amen. Uh, It wasn't too long after we read, as we begin to read in the book of Job, um, that he uh, was uh, that the Lord allowed some things to come upon him. It wasn't because he was evil. It wasn't because of the uh, because he was uh, uh, had done wrong. It was it was none of those things. It was because God had faith in Job. It was because God had a belief and a faith in Job's faith uh, in Him. Amen. That uh, allowed these things to come upon him. And uh, God looked upon Job and knew how uh, whatever comes along. Amen. Devil, you can do what you desire to do, but you just can't take his life. Amen. And I'm telling you what, God had faith in Job. Amen. That he could put Job through some experience. Amen. And he could put Job through some trial. And and he could put Job through some uh, uh, tough times. And he didn't worry about Job's faith. He didn't worry about what Job was going to do in the midst of the trial. He didn't worry about how or if Job was going to make it through to the other side he had all the confidence in Job amen but I'm telling you when God allowed Satan to come and touch the life of Job amen he touched every aspect of his life amen he touched every aspect of his life amen his children amen all one time one person one servant at a time one if you read in your bible in job you can read where a servant came and said your children were together but a wind came and blew the house down and every one of your children are dead i'm telling you amen though what an experience what a moment of terror that came but not only that as he was speaking amen another servant came and said all of your animals and and everything that you have is gone all your substance is gone everything amen is gone hallelujah amen what experience amen that job went through hallelujah and i've said it before and i know we've said it numerous times amen but uh, you and i today living in the year 2020 uh, we have the word of god uh, amen and we have the book of job uh, oh, that we can turn to in our bibles uh, when we're going through a trial uh, when we're going through a rough experience of life uh, amen and we can draw strength uh, from the story of job uh, amen but i'm telling you tonight uh, job uh, did not understand why he was enduring what he was enduring he didn't know why he was having to experience what he was experiencing oh but I'm telling you I'm thankful for the faithfulness of Job I'm thankful for the faithfulness of somebody that was willing to go through some things for God that was willing to endure some affliction and some folks who are willing amen to endure some hardship amen so that 
I can look to them and so that we can turn to the pages of the book of Job and say, oh, I understand COVID-19 is a situation. It's an experience, amen, that we never thought we would endure, amen. But I'm telling you, oh, you can read in the book of Hebrews chapter chapter 12, amen, that we are compassed with a great cloud of witnesses. Oh, I'm telling you, you read in your Bible chapter 11 and you read down through the end of Hebrews 11. Oh, I'm telling you, there were some folks who endured some experience of hardship. Oh, praise God. Oh, that we can turn to. Oh, that we can turn to as the church. Oh, I'm telling you, you're not the first one to go through a situation. We're not the first church, amen, to endure a hardship. We're not the first people of God to experience difficult days, amen, or persecution, or troubled times, or death, or fear, or doubt. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I'm telling you, as we read in the book of Job, oh, we read the Lord turned his captivity when Job prayed for his friends. Oh, hallelujah. I have a feeling God is really looking for the church to look outward. God is really looking, amen, for the church to say, hey, I've got to get my eyes off of my troubles. Amen. I've got to get my eyes off of my problem. And I've got to get my eyes on my friends and my relatives and my family. Oh, how how easy it is to look at ourselves and say, hey, I've got it bad. I've got it rough. My experience that I'm going through, no one understands. Oh, but I'm telling you, amen, his captivity was turned. Amen. When he prayed for his friends. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. There's a lesson. Amen. In this tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. How will you respond in your experience? Praise God. Amen. That's what I want to preach for just a little while tonight. How are you going to respond or how will you respond? Amen. In your experience. Oh, hallelujah. I'm telling you, we can uh, read all day long. Amen. About uh, uh, about warfare. Uh, we can read all day long what it's like, uh, amen, to be on the battlefield. Uh, we can read in uh, school or history books uh, what it's like uh, uh, to fight in, uh, in a war. Hallelujah. Amen. But I can tell you, and many can tell you, there's something about experiencing firsthand, amen, warfare and the battlefield in this world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. In, in my experience uh, uh, in the military, I experienced uh, uh, time on the soil of Iraq. Amen. And there's nothing, uh, amen, that you can read. You look into the history books or you talk to a, a, a veteran. Uh, you talk to somebody, uh, amen, that's been on the battlefield of Vietnam uh, or the battlefield of Korea. Uh, amen. Or in the European theater of World War II. Uh, amen. I'm telling you, uh, there's nothing you can read, uh, amen, that can replace uh, the experience, uh, amen, of going through some things. Uh, amen. There's nothing, uh, amen, that can replace uh, going through uh, the experience. Amen. But I'm telling you today, amen, you and I, there are those, we're going through an experience. We're going through some things. Hallelujah. But I believe God is looking. How are you going to respond in the situation you're in? How will you respond, amen, in the experience, amen, 
of being uh, cooped up in your home, separated from your church, separated from your church family, separated from work. Amen. I'm telling you, how will you respond in your experience? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe the eyes of the Lord are upon the church. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. When you are tried as go- uh, in the fire, you are going to come through as gold. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you, uh, not everyone experiences, uh, uh, responds the same way. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. I have so many directions that I feel that I, I want to go here this afternoon or this evening. Amen. But I'm telling you, church of the living God. Amen. We've got to respond. Amen. The right way. Oh, I'm telling you, Job, I lost it all. Job, you've lost everything. Oh, Job, you just, uh, everything is gone. Oh, but in the end, we can read the end of his story. Oh, hallelujah. We can read the end. Amen. And the Bible says that the Lord turned his captive. Somewhere along the line, amen, God said, okay, enough is enough. I'm turning around this experience. You don't have to go through it anymore. And really what caught my attention, amen, was the end of the story as I was reading this past week in the book of Job. And the Bible says after this, he lived, Job lived a hundred years. And 40 years. Hallelujah. And he saw his sons and his sons' sons, even four generations. So Job died being old and full of days. Job lived 140 years after this experience. He lived a blessed life. Oh, hallelujah. He lived a, a prosperous life, twice as much as he had, Bishop. Uh, he had a greater, uh, amen, he had it better off after the experience. He had it uh, greater uh, in the end than he did before. Uh, oh, hallelujah. Amen. But I'm telling you, uh, uh, that fourth generation uh, of grandchildren uh, uh, didn't understand uh, what old Job went through. Uh, he didn't understand the experiences uh, that he went through. Uh, why, Job, uh, why are you so uh, teary-eyed every time uh, that I come around, Grandpa. Oh, but you don't understand what I lost. You don't understand what I went through. You don't understand the struggle. You don't understand the trial. But I held on. I held on. And I made it through. And I'm still holding on. Oh, hallelujah, truth church. Saint of God. Child of God. Listen, your end. The end is going to be better than the beginning. We're going to come through. And you're going to come through your experience. Amen. Depending on how you respond, it's going to make all the difference in the world. As Job was going through what he went through, this is what he said, verse 20, Job 1, verse 20. Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshiped. Hallelujah. When he lost everything, He never lost his will to worship. He never lost his roots of worship. Hallelujah. Oh, he didn't give up on God. He didn't give up uh, because times got tough. Uh, he didn't give up because, well, I can't go to church. It's really hard to worship. Uh, I, I don't, I'm going through, a, I'm, I'm feeling down. I'm telling you, Job, uh, when it all crumbled around him, uh, he fell to the ground and began to worship God. 
And he said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. In all this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. Hallelujah. How could his ending, how could Job's ending be so much greater than his beginning? Oh, hallelujah. How, how come the experience had to be uh, so uh, dramatic? How, how come he had to go through some things? Hallelujah. Because God said, hey, uh, I'm bringing you to a greater place. Uh, I'm taking you to a better place. Uh, hallelujah. I want to see how you respond. I want to see how you're going to respond when I bring on trials. Uh, amen. When I bring on struggle. Uh, when I bring on uh, a disappointment. Uh, and failure oh hallelujah Job fell on his knees and worshiped the Lord and he said hey I don't deserve it anyway I'm just going to give God praise in all of this he sinned not and he didn't charge God foolishly he responded amen in worship oh hallelujah Praise God, child of God. Oh, I don't know. Uh, amen. I know there's got to be more than just, uh, amen, uh, 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 a concern for a, uh, uh, a virus uh, and a sickness that is going on. Uh, many of you uh, are facing uh, the loss of work uh, and the loss of income. Uh, oh, hallelujah. And there are many, uh, even in my family, uh, amen, I just had uh, a family member uh, who uh, lost her father and her mother. Uh, oh, I'm telling you, my aunt, uh, she lost both her mom and her dad good man and a good woman in the church loved God oh through all of this couldn't bury them couldn't grieve them couldn't uh, couldn't give them uh, their all last uh, come together and celebrate life why do we got to experience it oh could it be simply that God is testing want to see what our faith is all about wants to see because I'm telling you when it's all said and done on the other side of the trial on the other side of the situation and on on the other side of the experience I'm telling you we're going to come through better if we respond amen and worship and we respond without charging God foolishly we tread our trust in him he's going to get us through it all oh praise God praise God amen you look in response in comparison to Job's wife chapter 2 verse 9 then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thine integrity? Curse God and die. Amen. She was willing to give up. How could this be of God? How can we continue to serve God? Amen. In this experience. Amen. And she said, listen, just curse him and let's just die. Why don't you just curse God and die? But Job said in verse 10, but he said unto her, Thou speakest. As one of the foolish women speaketh. What shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil? In all this did not Job sin with his lips. Hallelujah. Oh praise God. Listen. The end of Job's life. He lived 140 years. He had more in his, the ending of his life. He was blessed, but through the experience. Amen. Experience will change you. Experience, amen, will do something within you. Oh, hallelujah. That you cannot undo. Oh, I'm telling you, life brings certain experiences into us. You can look 
Excuse me, you can look, uh, amen, at Jacob, uh, the deceiver. You can look at Jacob's life. Uh, his life was nothing but failure. Uh, his life was, was nothing but deception. Uh, the only thing that he got uh, was through deception uh, and, and deceptive practices. Uh, amen. He stole from his brother. Uh, amen. He stole the inheritance. Uh, he stole the blessing. Uh, amen. He was deceptive in all his ways. Uh, oh, hallelujah. And his mother said, hey, your brother's mad your brother's gonna kill you because of what you've done why don't you go take a few days amen read it he said why don't you go spend just a little bit of time spend a few days with my brother a few days turned into 40 years 40 years of walking around the desert Amen. With his head hung down, knowing, hey, I've failed. I can never go back. I can never, I, 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 you know, I, I stole from my, my brother. I, I can never go back to that place of rest. I can never go back home. And man, Bishop, what a message again is still so heavy upon my heart. Uh, amen. That burden that we felt. Uh, amen. He could, no, could not feel, uh, amen, nothing but uh, uh, this, this, this within him, uh, uh, the, the experience, reliving uh, what it was like, uh, amen, uh, feeding his brother soup uh, and saying, man, why, why did I do that? Why did I do that? Uh, and going over in his mind, uh, how did I allow myself uh, to go in unto my father uh, and place uh, the skins of goats upon my neck and my arms and steal the, the blessing from my brother. Oh, hallelujah. The regret, the regret that he had. Amen. In a few days, amen, of just letting his brother cool down, turned into 40 years, amen, of regret. In 40 years on the on, in a desert, amen, uh, being deceived himself. Uh, 40 years being deceived by his father-in-law. 40 years being deceived. Oh, I'm telling you, amen, but there came an experience uh, that he had. Uh, oh, hallelujah. When he was on his way home, uh, oh, he had an experience uh, with an angel. Uh, and he says, you know, uh, you know what? Uh, it doesn't have to end the way it began. It doesn't have to end the way that I started out. Uh, I don't have to be uh, what everybody says and the world says I'm going to be. Uh, I don't have to be a failure. Uh, I don't have to end a loser. Uh, I don't have to end well in depression. Uh, I don't have to end in fear. Uh, I don't have to end in disappointment. I don't have to do, amen, what the world says. I've got to do. And the Bible says that he wrestled with an angel, amen, to the breaking of the day. And the angel tried to free himself with the grip that Jacob had. He says, no, I'm not letting you go until you bless me. Hallelujah. I'm not letting you go until you bless me. Hallelujah. Amen. And the angel, oh, I'm telling you, he said, I've got to go. The day is breaking. I've got to leave. And the Bible says that the angel touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh. Amen. And the sinews shrank. Amen. Within his body. Oh, what an experience in that moment. Amen. The Bible lets us know that there was pain and that he experienced a hurt and experienced a, uh, a, 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 something within his own body. Oh, but he did not let go. 
Amen. Of the angel. It still couldn't affect. It still said uh, something within him. Said I'm not letting go. I don't care the pain. I don't care the experience. Yes. I know there was a hurt there. But you know what? The angel had to touch his thigh. Amen. To see how bad do you want it? How bad do you really desire it? How much are you really willing to hang on when things get tough? How much are you willing to hang on when the trials come? Hallelujah. And Jacob said, I don't care what you've got to do. I'm not letting go until you bless me. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. He responded, amen, by hanging on. <laughs> he responded by hanging on, amen. And, the, and that angel, amen, realized, you know what? Uh, uh, this joker means business. He's not letting go of me. Uh, hallelujah. He's not uh, turning loose. Uh, amen. And he finally said, uh, okay, uh, what is your name? Oh, what is your name? And Jacob had to say, I am Jacob. He had to admit to that angel, I am a deceiver. Amen. And the angel said, well, you know what? Uh, uh, you're no longer Jacob, but your name is now Israel. I'm changing your name. I'm changing your identity. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, it was in that moment, hallelujah, that God changed Jacob and made him, oh, the, uh, the, 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 the father of the 12 tribes of Israel, of the children of Israel. Oh, praise God. It was in that moment, amen, that everything changed, that everything in his life was now different. Oh, hallelujah. The end was changed because his, uh, his response in the middle of his experience. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. I preach, amen, a similar message one time before, amen, along the same lines, amen, about being changed, amen, by experiences in your life. All the things of life, amen, come along and they should change you. Amen. I believe the intent of God, amen, is, to, is for us just sometimes just simply to see what's in us. Amen. To change us, to stir us up. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. If you look throughout Scripture, amen, one of the things, amen, the greatest sin, I'll say the greatest sin, the most, one of the things that, that is so disgusting to God, amen, was the Laodicean church, amen, because he said, I wish that you were hot or you were cold, amen, but you are lukewarm, he said, I will spew you out of my mouth, hallelujah, complacency, oh, in our life, oh, is such, is detestable unto God, he speaks of the children of Israel, oh, uh, that they were settled upon their lees, amen, things uh, get settled in our life, and experiences come along, amen, to stir things up and to shake things up. Oh, hallelujah. Because we've got to know what is in us. Hallelujah. We've got to know. God wants to know what is within the heart. Amen. Of you, child of God. Oh, why do I have to go through? Why are we struggling such? Why is the church dealing with what we're dealing amen with today? Oh, I'm telling you, because the church amen is triumphant. The church amen, the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Oh, hallelujah. It doesn't matter what comes the way of the church. The church is going to respond. Amen. Accordingly. Oh, when the devil comes along, we're going to resist him. And he's going to flee. And we're going to draw nigh unto God. And God will draw nigh unto us. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Experiences in life will change you. And this, I believe, is no different. Amen. You look throughout history. You look throughout, amen, time. You, you look at, at I mentioned that we were, we were born for such a time as this. Esther, don't tell me they didn't have a concern. Amen. All the people, all her people were going to be killed. Hallelujah. There was a, a decree that was made. Hallelujah. All your people, amen, are going. All the people, her people, Esther's people, amen, her family, her friends, all, all the Jewish people were going to be killed and murdered, amen. And uh, don't tell me uh, uh, they weren't up against uh, uh, this. Uh, oh, God, why do we have to go through this? Oh, God, why is this experience uh, uh, something we're having to deal with? Uh, oh, I'm telling you, but look at the way they responded. She told uh, uh, Mordecai, she said, listen, uh, we're going to fast, uh, and you're going to fast, uh, and we're going to pray uh, until God gives us the direction, uh, until God gives us an answer. Oh, hallelujah. I'm telling you, is there not a time to learn how to have faith in God than right now? Is there not a time to learn how to get the Word of God and hear God's voice through prayer and through fasting? Oh, hallelujah. When things are good, amen, it's really hard to test your faith. When things are going well, it's really hard, amen, but I'm telling you, whenever you're put through, amen, the fiery trial, when you're put through, amen, the fiery furnace, oh, hallelujah, when you're put through an experience, how will you respond? Hallelujah. How will you respond? Oh, praise God. Oh, I'm telling you, we can look, uh, and I'm not too far from being uh, done here tonight. Amen. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to keep us too long. But this is just the message that I felt God put upon my heart. Amen. As I looked at Job, oh, and looked at the situation that he faced. Oh, I'm telling you, nobody knows. Amen. What he experienced, and nobody can really relate. Amen. Amen. But I'm telling you, oh, read. I wish I'd have put more of Hebrews chapter 11. Amen. In to my notes. Oh, because there's so much. Amen. In. Hebrews chapter 11 uh, oh that uh, oh, I'm telling you uh, they responded uh, accordingly and what really uh, what really gets me uh, if you read Hebrews chapter 11 it's the it's the uh, hall of faith amen you can read about now faith amen I turned in my Bible and you want to turn there read this uh, amen when we get done uh, tonight amen read your Bible read Hebrews 11 Oh, hallelujah. Amen. And encourage yourself. Amen. This week. Amen. But the Bible says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. And it goes on and talks about for the elders obtained a good report. And as you read down through, amen, reading about Abel, amen, offering unto God a more excellent sacrifice. You can read about Enoch and you can read about Noah and Abraham and it goes along and Jacob and Isaac and Sarah, amen, and, and it says that these all died in faith, not having received the promise, amen, the promises, amen, but having seen them 
afar off. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. In their trial and in their experience. Amen. Simply because there was a promise given, they responded in faith. Oh, hallelujah. Church of, of God. Amen. Today. Amen. If you can only respond. Amen. Because of the promise. Amen. We may not see it at the moment. You may not. We may not see it. But faith. Hallelujah. Is the substance. Amen. Of revival hoped for. Faith is the substance. Amen. Of the day in which we return back together into the house of God. Faith is, amen, your need, your answer to your financial need when you have no money in your bank account. Faith is the answer. We got to respond in faith accordingly. Amen. I'm telling you, it's not the time to fall to the ground. Amen. And cry. Amen. In desperation. But it's the time, amen, to respond in faith. It's time to respond in worship. It's time to respond according to God's will and promise amen unto his people praise the Lord by faith by faith Jacob and Joseph and Moses hallelujah why did the children of God why did we have to come to the Red Sea wasn't there a better way wasn't there a better place that we could have gone? Couldn't God have done something different? Couldn't God have provided some, uh, some luxury uh, cruise liner or some kind of ships that we could have sailed across? Or, or some, could he, he could have made a bridge? Or he, he could, couldn't God have done it another way? Yeah, but you know what? Uh, God wanted to prove to you, uh, amen, that he could take you, uh, amen, to the bottom of the sea, uh, amen, and walk upon dry ground. Uh, oh, hallelujah, amen, and you could walk across uh, to the other side uh, as the enemy uh, of your soul was coming against you. Uh, oh, hallelujah, it wouldn't have been the way I did it, uh, hallelujah, it wouldn't have come, uh, it wouldn't have happened that way if I would have been writing the story, uh, Bishop, it wouldn't have happened that way if it were me, I could have found some better ways uh, to come through that experience. Uh, I could have found a better opportunity, amen, uh, or a better option, if you will, uh, amen, but by faith, uh, hallelujah, amen, Moses uh, uh, put his rod into the water, uh, amen, and the waters begin to part, uh, oh, hallelujah, thank God, uh, amen, for a spiritual leader, uh, hallelujah, that's willing to obey God, uh, amen, uh, amen, and cast uh, his rod, uh, amen, into the waters uh, and see what parts uh, and see which way God says to go. Oh, hallelujah. I'm telling you, it was the murmuring and the complaining, amen, that God said, hey, what are you doing? It's not a time to murmur and complain. Oh, but there's no water and there's no food. Yeah, but I'm telling you, I'm bringing you through some things. Oh, hallelujah. I'm putting you through the desert place. And the Bible says, so that you will know that men do not live by bread alone you know in my experience it's through experience bad experience through disappointing experience through financial difficulties through emotional difficulties and challenges you know it's through those really really hard times of life that I find that I myself tend to get closer to God. And I feel that I, I tend to draw more faith out of myself in God. 
Amen. I've been there. I've been to that place. Amen. And much of us today. Amen. The world, they don't have anything to draw from. The woman at the, at the well, Jesus asked for a drink. And she said, oh, you, don't have, there's not, you don't even have anything to draw with. He said, listen, if you would have known the one that you're speaking to, you would have asked of him living water. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you, whenever you're going through uh, the experience, uh, that's the time, uh, amen, to go to the one. Uh, hallelujah. That is the living water. Hallelujah. He's the one uh, that brings peace that passes all understanding. Uh, hallelujah. It's now, uh, amen, that we ought to be drawing and responding, uh, amen, in faith to God uh, and responding, uh, amen. Uh, oh, whatsoever uh, you do unto me, God, uh, I'm staying faithful. Uh, oh, hallelujah. And Job never uh, cursed God. God with his lips. Uh, hallelujah. Amen. It's in these times, uh, oh, where we're going through uh, the difficult days. Uh, hallelujah. It's time to respond in faith. Uh, it's time to respond, oh, hallelujah, in worship. Uh, it's time to respond according to your faith. Hallelujah. Amen. If musicians would come, amen. I always say the music. At the end of a preaching, at a sermon, is what brings hope to the hopeless. Amen. Tonight, I just simply want to come with a message of encouragement to the church family. And to those who aren't a part of this church family, but there are a part, amen, of the church. Amen. Maybe you stumbled upon this website, or maybe you stumbled upon this message tonight. Amen. But listen, Jesus said, I bring peace, not as the world gives peace. Amen. And I've heard it more than one time. I've heard Bishop Riggin talk about this, and I'm just going to repeat it. Amen. He gets all the credit. I'm just uh, going to repeat here for a moment. Amen. That the world's definition of peace is the absence of conflict. When the world says they want peace in the Middle East, they mean no more fighting and no more warfare. They mean everyone ought to lay down their weapons, no more, no more battle, uh, battleground, no more uh, armies fighting one, no more bloodshed, no more, no more uh, warfare, no more conflict. That's the world's definition of peace. But Jesus, he said, I come to bring peace, but not as the world gives peace. Jesus, when he gives peace, it means that when you're going through an experience that you don't know how you're going to get through. And when you're experiencing the loss of a job, the loss of health, maybe you're battling some kind of sickness tonight maybe you're going through maybe there's maybe there's problems just in your life maybe you've got a, a situation in your home in your family in your marriage maybe there's something you're facing amen and there's just not a lack of conflict in your life you know Jesus is the prince of peace tonight and in your experience tonight in what you're facing what you're going through how are you going to respond? How are you going to respond? 
unto the Prince of Peace. How will you respond, amen, in the midst of chaos? How will you respond when your world is crashing down? Hallelujah. Jesus, amen, was passing by upon the stormy sea one night when His disciples were in a ship. And the winds were tossing them to and fro. And the, and the storm was all around him. And, and, the, and their experience, man, I tell you, why do we have to go through this? Uh, the, these men were fishermen and they knew the sea. And they knew what, uh, what this storm was going to bring. Certain death, uh, amen, and loss uh, of life. Uh, oh, hallelujah. Amen. But the Bible says, uh, but the Bible says uh, that Jesus, uh, hallelujah, was passing by their way and walking upon the water. What do you mean he was walking upon the water? Yeah, in the midst of the stormy sea. In the midst of the winds, in the midst of the rain, in the midst of all their trouble, in the midst of certain death, in the midst of no hope, Jesus, the Bible said, He passed by their way. And the Bible says, would have passed by them. It didn't say He walked up to them, Bishop. It didn't say He walked up to the ship and said, Hey guys, I'm here to calm everybody down. I'm here to make it all better. Now listen, I'm here. Stop everybody. I'm here. Jesus is here. That's not what Jesus did. Jesus just simply came to them in the midst of their storm and passed by where they were. And the Bible says would have passed by them. those men on the ship in the midst of their crazy chaotic experience somebody happened to see some movement that didn't look like wind and didn't look like rain and didn't look like a, a stormy sea it looked like the figure of a man and somebody cried out unto him in the midst of their storm. Jesus, Jesus, we're over here. And if anybody can help us right now, you can help us. And so they cried out in response to Jesus in the midst of their storm. And they cried out, Jesus, Jesus. And Peter, in the midst of that stormy situation, got a crazy idea. You know what? Even in the midst of this storm, man, I wonder how close I can get to Jesus. I wonder how close I can get to Him. step out of the boat, you say, in the midst of a storm, you're foolish. Job, you're foolish. Child of God, you're foolish. You mean wake up in the morning and say, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. When you haven't left your house in two weeks, and, and the grocery store is really 
not carrying all the, all the groceries that you need and, and you're lonely and you're worried about work and worried about your house payments. And you're telling me in the midst of the storm, you're stepping out of the boat? You're going to step out? You're telling me you're responding that way? You're t- How in the world can you do that? All I know is I'd rather be on the stormy sea with Jesus than on a ship without him. And Peter said, Master, if it be you, bid me to come. He says, bid me to come. And Jesus simply said, come on. He said, come. And Peter stepped out onto the, sh- onto the sea on the solid surface. He didn't sink until he got his eyes off of Jesus. Hallelujah. But as long as he had his eyes on him, he walked in the storm with Jesus. Hallelujah. And tonight, I offer this unto you. How are you going to respond? How are you responding? Because, you know, we have an adversary as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And there is an enemy that would like to roar and would like to scream and would like to show you how bad it is. Amen. But to the world it is. It is a, it's a, it's a horrible situation right now. But child of God, amen, in the midst of the storm, would you call unto Jesus where you are tonight? Lord, would you bid me to come? Would you bid me to come? And bring peace that passes all understanding. Not an absence of the storm. Not an absence of conflict. Not an absence. Not, not in absence. I, I understand the storm may have to be. But Lord, the peace that comes is when you are in the storm with me. And I can call on you. And I can cling unto your hand. Amen. And to the old rugged cross. Oh, hallelujah. I'm telling you tonight, child of God. Amen. Would you respond to Jesus right where you are in your home? In your living room with your family. Amen. Hang on to your hand of your wife and your children and say, hey, we're bidding, we're calling unto Jesus. Jesus, would you come and call me out unto you? Hallelujah. Oh, respond. How are you gonna respond in your experience? He's gonna, he's gonna bid you to come if you'll respond to him tonight. Oh, let's worship him. Everybody respond. Child of God, respond to the Lord right now. You're going to make it. You're going to get through it. You're going to win. We're going to get through this. Hallelujah. Oh, together we're going to come through in the end better than we were in the beginning. Woo! Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Take some time. Worship the Lord. Magnify the Lord. Don't curse God. Don't curse your situation. But fall to your knees in worship. You are going to make it. Let's worship together.